morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another incredible installment of Weekend Update. From very high above all other puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver cowboy state politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. Cowboy State Politics is Wyoming's most listened to podcast. Documented to be almost always right 98.5% of the time. That's an incredible number, my friends, unattainable by other more primitive forms of Wyoming media, which is, uh, well, most of them. Well, good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. We begin in the cow pie, or rather, for this morning anyway, the sheep pile. As an aside note, when I was little, I was told not to complain about getting it on you. It's just the smell of money anyway. Which is why we begin with this morning's article, entitled Sheep Rustling, question mark, 70 Sheep Missing from Campbell County Ranch. And I quote, Campbell County authorities on Friday told the Cowboy State Daily that 70 yearling ewes were reported missing from a Campbell County ranch on July 10th. Sheriff Scott Matheny said deputies are investigating to determine if the sheep were stolen. We're not sure if they were stolen, Matheny said. They could have just gotten loose. We have some possible leads on where they might be. Guy Edwards, the rancher who owns the animals, believes that they were stolen. Go figure, they were. He said it on July 9th when he noticed the sheep were missing. He later found tire tracks in his pasture and other evidence suggesting that the sheep were stolen. He believes the sheep, valued at about $21,000, are long gone. About 70 head is the amount that fits in a double-deck gooseneck trailer. He believes the sheep have been transported to a neighboring state where they don't require brand inspection. South Dakota, Nebraska, Colorado, and are all states where livestock identification markings are not required. Edwards told the Cowboy State Daily that he has contacted livestock sale yards in Montana, South Dakota, Nebraska, and Colorado to alert them about the missing sheep in case someone brings them in. End quote. The truth is, my friends, that cattle and sheep rustling happens all the time in Wyoming. It's not an isolated incident. The truth is, it's actually the perfect crime. So you load up somebody's sheep or cows, and then you make a break for the border. And if you're in an area of, say, Sheridan, Buffalo, Casper, Cheyenne, it's not that far to the South Dakota, Nebraska, or Colorado border. As the article points out, those states do not have any brand inspection laws. And so, once your stolen cows are across the border, it doesn't matter what the brand says. All you have to do is shear the sheep or clip their ears or pull out the ear tags, and you're home free. Sheep are one thing, and certainly $21,000 is a heck of a lot of money. Cows are another story, however. If you could pull up a stock trailer and ram 40 cows at a trailer, that's $80,000. Figuring, of course, that each cow is worth about two grand, And it happens all the time. The outfit that keeps track of stolen livestock in Wyoming is the Wyoming Livestock Board. On their website, you'll find what is called the Missing Livestock Report. 
It's about 47 pages of stolen and or missing livestock. Sheep, cattle, horses. There's probably some goats on there. And there are thousands upon thousands of head of livestock that are missing in this state. Now, of course, animals wander off and some of them get killed by predators, but not to the numbers that this report shows. One family in particular in eastern Wyoming gets hit for about 70 lambs and or ewes just about every year to the month. Maybe I'm just seeing things that aren't there, but that looks like a pattern to me. Something that, you know, law enforcement might look at. Not including the Campbell County Sheriff's Department, it is very difficult to get any law enforcement agency in Wyoming to even have a conversation about cattle theft. I've been following this story for quite some time, and about six months ago, I interviewed two different Wyoming sheriffs, or I tried to interview them about cattle theft anyway, and they wouldn't even start the conversation. One inquisitive sheriff told me, well, you know, cattle theft is kind of hard to investigate, to which I looked at his deputy and said, how does one investigate a drug crime officer? And he said, well, you use informants. Eureka! Use informants. If you have a ring of people that are stealing livestock, don't you think that they might talk? Criminals tend to brag a little bit amongst each other. And what about all of these wiretaps that law enforcement agencies use? Criminals tend to run in the same group, so don't you think that one of them may have said, Hey, I heisted about 40 cows the other day and cashed in for about 80 grand. Don't you think that that would be news in the criminal world? Ah, maybe. Maybe not. Back to the article for a moment. Quote, Sheriff Maffany said, We haven't had anything recent, but we have had it. Livestock theft, that is. In all counties in Wyoming. It's surprising how often it happens. Sometimes when they come up missing, they get found in a deep draw or in a neighbor's pasture. End quote. Sheriff Maffany is not wrong. Livestock are animals and they do get out. And generally speaking, livestock are herd animals, so if one gets out, the rest of the bunch follows like lemmings. Or like Democrats, I I mean sheep in this case. So that is definitely a possibility, but not to the numbers of the missing livestock that are listed on the Wyoming Livestock Board report. As I said, there are thousands of head that are missing. And in many cases, the numbers are pretty consistent year over year which might kind of lead you to believe that perhaps there was some insurance fraud going on. But again, nothing to the numbers that are listed on that report. Anybody with a chronic health condition can tell you that insurance companies don't dole out the money voluntarily. A lot of times you have to force them to do it. So that we can kind of discount that theory as well. More plausible than anything is that much of the livestock listed on that report has been stolen. We'll continue with the investigation non-investigation into livestock theft in Wyoming in just a second. But first, a completely egregious profit timeout. Cowboy State Politics is brought to you by Morton Buildings. It's definitely summer in Wyoming. At least I think so. The rain has stopped. For a minute. Well, forget about the weather entirely. And call Nick and Jesse about that building you've been thinking about for your property. Their phone number at Morton Buildings is 307-674-2532. These two guys are the experts in metal building construction. 
You just tell them about the building you've been thinking of, and they'll handle all the details. They're the experts in what they do, and they've been doing it longer than anybody else around. So again, their phone number is 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. I have been getting reports from all across the state that the most amazing hot wings in all of Wyoming come from the Wing It food truck. It's absolutely true. You should really try the garlic parmesan wings. They're my favorite. The Wing It food truck travels the state going from town to town bringing you that awesome hot wing goodness. And it's not just hot wings or parmesan wings. They have several other different flavors. Now, the way that you can find out where that truck is going to be is go to their Facebook page, the Wing It Food Truck, and you'll find their schedule there. I'm telling you, my friends, in my travels across the Cowboy State, I have tried a lot of wings, and the Wing It Food Truck are by far the best. Go find their schedule and plan your entire week around where that truck is going to be. That's the Wing It Food Truck. If you've been looking for a new place to advertise your business, I'd ask that you consider advertising on Cowboy State Politics. Nobody is going to beat my advertising rates, and there's no other Wyoming podcast that has the reach of Cowboy State Politics. Shoot me an email. The address is david at cowboystatepolitics.com. I can't wait to get that conversation started with you. New episodes of the program are published every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday morning. And don't forget about the Thursday Live program, which begins every Thursday at 10 a.m. You can find the link at CowboyStatePolitics.com or on the Cowboy State Politics Facebook page. And now, back to our program. You would think with the low crime rate in Wyoming that sheriff's deputies and police officers would be chomping at the bit to investigate any type of crime. Just last week, a breaking crime story was related to me out of Buffalo. It appears that a homeowner had a buck deer target stolen out of their backyard. After a lengthy law enforcement investigation by the Buffalo Police Department, it was determined that two neighborhood kids had stolen the deer because they thought it looked better in their yard than in their neighbors. In many cities, not in Wyoming, the victim in that case would be told that, well, we'll look into it and we'll let you know if we hear anything, and the investigation would end right there. But police officers and sheriff's deputies, being as diligent as they are in Wyoming, and sometimes they have some time on their hands, they usually run down any report of theft. So it begs the question as to why there aren't more livestock theft investigations going on in the state of Wyoming. One possible answer to this, and you, you guys aren't going to believe this, but in, in the entire state of Wyoming, there is only one livestock investigator. That's what I said. One. In my discussion with legislators who reduced the number of livestock investigators from three to one, they told me that the livestock investigations unit wasn't doing anything at all. So there was no reason to pay three investigators. And so they reduced it to one. Kind of short-sighted if you ask me, since we have obvious evidence of thousands of head of livestock that are missing each year in the state of Wyoming. You would think that that would warrant more investigators than one. 
Not that long ago in Sheridan County, a local rancher was taken for almost $250,000 worth of livestock. There was obvious evidence that on three separate occasions, trailers were pulled into his pasture and his livestock was loaded up and driven off. The largest load was 28 pairs. That's 56 cows. If you're wondering, that's about how many would fit in a big stock trailer. You know, the ones that are pulled behind semis. The rancher in question, and I'll try really hard to get an interview with him for an upcoming episode. But anyway, he collected all of the evidence necessary or all the evidence that he could at the site. That included tire tracks, pictures. There were even pieces of plywood that were left over that the thieves used to create a funnel into the stock trailer. You see, what they do is these thieves pull up a trailer and they hop out with two big pieces of plywood and they form a funnel into the opening of the trailer and then they just drive the livestock at it. When it's full, they close the doors and drive off. After the incidents, that's plural, the Sheridan County Sheriff's Department really didn't conduct any investigation whatsoever. And so the rancher contacted the Department of Criminal Investigation. To say that they were unhelpful is the overstatement of the century. If it were a theft of any other type of merchandise, $250,000 would have warranted a full-on investigation. But because it's cattle and livestock, no investigation really happened. And so the rancher contacted his local legislator, who set up a meeting with the Wyoming Department of Criminal Investigation. He was basically told not to investigate the matter any further. Given our state's history of agriculture, you would think that any Wyoming sheriff would be very interested to investigate livestock theft. After all, at one time, cattle rustlers were dragged to the town square and hanged. I'm not suggesting that we hang cattle rustlers, though some of their criminal cohorts might fit into that category. What I am saying, though, is there's a significant reason as to why cattle theft in Wyoming is not being investigated like it should be. Ranchers are being taken for hundreds of thousands of dollars and are seeing, for the most part, absolutely no recompense for their loss. Just think about it for a moment. 70 sheep is a lot of lamb chops. But imagine if it were five horses. There are some horses that sell for tens of thousands, perhaps hundreds of thousands of dollars. If a rancher loses one of those, it doesn't take very much to add up to a small fortune. If you start doing the math on the missing livestock report, you'll come up with millions of dollars. Why isn't it being investigated more often? Why is it that there was only one article in the cow pie in the last several years, at least that I noticed, that even talked about stolen livestock? I've been looking into this off and on for nearly two years, and the reason I haven't reported on it until now is I've had really nothing to go on except for questions. I interviewed several Wyoming sheriffs, and not a single one of them wanted to talk to me about it. In one case, the sheriff was almost evasive. Why is it in a state like Wyoming that there is only one statewide livestock investigator? It is absolutely ridiculous to assume that one person can cover the entire cowboy state. Why is it, when faced with an ongoing criminal enterprise, the magnitude of which is represented on the missing livestock report, that the legislature does nothing? A legislature who has members, many members, that claim to be ranchers. Why aren't they the least bit interested in getting to the bottom of the stolen livestock in the state? 
There are at least a couple of representatives, mine included, that in their real job, they work for the county prosecutor's office. You know, the office that puts criminals behind bars. Why haven't they done anything? Or perhaps a better question is why don't they care at all? Like I said, when it comes to livestock theft in Wyoming, there are way more questions than there are answers. From my perspective, there are only two possibilities. The first is this really isn't that big of a problem at all, no matter what the missing livestock report says. Or the more likely second possibility is that this is a story that goes far deeper than just your local law enforcement or perhaps even the Department of Criminal Investigation. In the coming weeks, I'm going to try to hook up an interview with the rancher that I told you about and with the state representative who approached the Department of Criminal Investigation. The reason why I haven't told you who either of these people are is I didn't ask them before doing this episode. Pretty soon, I'll let you in on who these people are, one of which you're already pretty familiar with from his appearances on the program. I've put a link to the stolen livestock report, excuse me, the missing livestock report at cowboystatepolitics.com. Oh, and it as it relates to that, it was brought to my attention that the link to the Wyoming State Library, where they're teaching people to combat far-right politicians, didn't get uploaded to the website. So that's there now if you're still interested in it. That'll about do it for today's installment of the program. Have a good rest of your weekend, and we'll talk again on Monday. But for now... From the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics. <laughs>